All right, what is going on, y'all? It is Friday, and you already know what that means. On the Coach Cool Podcast, it is time for another Friday discussion. And today we are being joined by somebody that I have a tremendous amount of respect for. Somebody that I worked with very closely for a couple of years. And to this day, we remain very close friends. My brother, Mr. Michael Clark. Now, Mike is a native of Atlanta, Georgia, where he was a two-sport athlete in both football and baseball. He continued his football career into college, attending Jacksonville State University as a defensive lineman, winning two conference championships with the Gamecocks. Upon graduation, Mike accepted a strength and conditioning graduate assistant job at Eastern Kentucky University, where he earned his master's degree and was the head strength and conditioning coach for the track and field teams, tennis teams, and men's and women's golf. After completing his degree, Mike moved down to Charlotte, North Carolina, taking a job as the head of strength and conditioning at Champion Sports Performance, where he has held that role for the past six years. After a quick word from our sponsors, we will get right into that conversation with Mike. Grab your pen, grab your paper. Let's go to work. All right, y'all. Happy Friday, and you already know what time it is. On the Coach Crew Podcast, it is time for another Friday discussion, and today we have an extremely special guest, one of my very good friends, an elite strength coach, coming to us from Charlotte, North Carolina, my dude, Mr. Michael Clark. Mike, thanks for joining us today, my guy. I'm really excited to have you on. Say your insights, say your knowledge with us, and I appreciate you, man. Welcome. What's going on, man? You doing all right? Doing good, man. Doing good. How are you? Hey, man, you know, step by step, day by day, taking it in stride. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is, uh, that's the MO, my guy. And, uh, so let's get right into this thing, dude. And I know you're a busy dude, so we'll get into it. Um, and the first question I have for you, Mike, is this. When you hear the word leadership, what first comes to mind and how would you choose to define that term? Man, when I think about leadership, ideally, I kind of, I kind of break it up into three steps. Like, okay. um, in order to be like a perfect leader or just a leader in general, you got to have trust, man. And with trust, it's all about building relationships and actually caring about people. Yep. Now, when you talk to people, they, they love to talk about themselves, but when you actually, you know, have a little input as far as like, Hey, besides, you know, Hey, how's your day? But actually dig a little deeper. People take pride in that. Okay. And people love to, love to uh be you know cared about and be talked about so when i think about leadership you know that's that's the number one thing you got to have number two uh humility all right because there's gonna be yeah. times where like hey everything could be going your way and you can be at the toppest peak of anything and the number one thing you always got to think about is hey you know be humble yep. be humble and when people give you credit you can't you know, sit back and be like, oh, yeah, that's all me, but why not congratulate your team or congratulate people that got you there? Absolutely. So humility is definitely number two. And um, number three I think about is uh, ownership. Definitely take ownership of your failures and, of course, your wins, too, because when you own up to something, positives and negatives, I feel like it makes you that much better as a person. Like let's say if I uh, if I if I lead a, a squad or if I lead a team all the way down to the last minute and there's a foul or I jump off sides, I gotta take ownership on that on that idea there. Gotcha. Instead yep. of turning around and blaming it on somebody else. So when you take ownership and own that it's yours, 
that kind of ties right into leadership as far as how I can become that leader or, you know, be that better of a person with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to sum that up real quick, um, trust, number one, humility, number two, and then ownership, number three. I think that's a phenomenal way to put that. Um, simplified enough that it makes it easy to understand, but you can obviously dive into those things a little bit further. So I love that right there, Mike. I love that. Um, Appreciate it, man. Kind of next question, dude. Why did you choose to get into the strength and conditioning field after your playing career concluded? Man, that's big. Um, so, I, so just as a story for me growing up, I mean, I I was always a bigger kid okay. than others, you know. I was always kind of behind the pack. I wasn't that good of an athlete. And as I as I grew, I started training a little bit, but I really didn't know what that concept mean. I didn't know strength conditioning at that time because it's still fairly new now. So going into college, luckily I ended up going to Jacksonville State and ended up playing there. Yep. And my biggest impact going forward was my strength coach, Coach, uh, coach Austin. And I only knew him for about three years because the other two years he was serving. Oh, wow. He was serving. He was uh, on tour. He's a Navy SEAL. So okay. he got back, and a lot of people couldn't understand his mentality, but it was more about actually caring and asking questions for him to grow towards you. Okay. So um, I actually went to him one day and was like, you know, dude, I, I love exactly what you're doing. How can I become better? So he gave me a couple answers. And then going into my senior season, I ended up rupturing my patella tendon, which uh, set me all the way back. And he was my biggest part of that comeback coming to now. So okay. the rehab process, the strength process, going my athletic trainers, going to him, getting me that much stronger. And that's why I knew I fell in love with that concept of strength conditioning. So I ended up going to grad school at Eastern Kentucky as my GA under Coach um, John Michael Davis. Yep. And I was there for two years working with uh men's and tennis uh, men's and women's tennis, men's and women's golf, assisted with baseball, track and field, and then uh also assisted with football. So that kinda bought me my love as far as going into strength conditioning. So I'll say Coach Austin was definitely the biggest uh mentor to me going in uh going into I guess the rest of my life now. Yeah. No absolutely. Those are some big time names there and obviously I think a lot of different people can relate to that story in terms of what they're doing now. Um, they sort of have that deeper personal connection with their jobs, with their families or whatever because of, because of something they've gone through previously um, that kind of allows for that to, to manifest and, and make it happen in that way. Um, and I didn't know that story about rupturing that knee, so I, I got you on that. I feel you on that. Um, and, Mike, obviously from coaching with you and seeing you on Instagram and stuff now, um, you got a big following. You do some incredible things. So kind of with that, what are some of your values – um, and coaching principles that you try to live out every single day when you're in that gym? Man, um, so within this field, I mean, it's all about, it's in the private sector, it's all about retention, ideally. Um, but even besides that, what I, I try to live by by life is treat people how you want to be treated, man. Okay. Because you can't, you, you got to be transparent with people because a lot of, even kids, adults, whatever it is, people see through certain things that's not real. No question. You know what I mean? And people either gravitate towards you or gravitate away from you, and that's how you kind of keep your name where it's at. So go. definitely treat people how you want to be treated. You got to be transparent with people. Um, 
also, you can't be afraid to take criticism, man. Can't be afraid no. to take criticism. I mean, that's what, that's what makes, uh, if you ask me, that's what makes somebody a better person. All right, you got to have thick skin, got to understand how to grow from it. You're going to make mistakes. But at the end of the day is, um, hey, how, how can you step, you know, step further? Got that. It. Um, man, also, I love, I love being juice, man, in the weight room as well, man, because, yeah. you know, we in the weight room, you got to live by that code. You got to get other people hyped. You yeah. got to get other people hyped because nine times out of ten, they, they can't bring it out themselves. So if you can bring that energy, that, that high intensity, that high fun to each other, then that's what makes that, that code that much better. So, you. um, those couple things, and you got to love each other more too, man. You got to love. Okay. You gotta love. That's the number one thing. You got to love. Yep. Yeah, a lot of good can come from loving. It don't have to be in the gym. It don't have to be Absolutely. in any specific arena. Um, but you can Absolutely. find that love inside. Uh, phenomenal things can obviously stem from that. Um, I love Absolutely. that. And Absolutely. Then, uh, you know, you know, go ahead. My fault. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, and that just takes it to another level of self because when you when you love somebody, you, you you share that you appreciate them, and that's how you keep either lifelong friends or lifelong athletes or lifelong yeah. just whatever. Because there's gonna be a time, there's gonna be a time when you gotta dig real deep, and it's not gonna be nobody around. And guess what? Yeah, you can call that one person that that enjoyed and that that loved you during that time to kind of reach out and give you that helping hand, and it all works out at the end of the day, man. Yep. Yeah. No question. No doubt about that. Um, Absolutely, that's real. And last to hear, Mike, for you. Um, obviously, did great things in Jacksonville State, Eastern Kentucky, and now at Champion Sports Performance. Um, as your career progresses forward, what do you envision for yourself, and what do you hope your next steps will be uh, for you in your life and also for your career? Yeah, man. Um, well, sometimes everything don't go as planned, you know. Yeah. So as Going forward, I try to go a couple like goals as far as like five, ten, ten five months, maybe two years yeah. going forward. Um, so further and out, I do want to open my own spot gotcha. and um and continue this uh this athletic training path that kind of helps people grow from where they're at into a bigger stage. So no matter if you're an elite athlete, no matter if you're uh a mom that's just trying to get active again. No matter if you're a seven seven year old kid that's you had a hard time tying his shoe, man. I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, help that next generation kind of grow. I'm trying to help that generation grow into a kind of a better a better uh, field in general, man. Because I feel like uh, a lot of a lot of kids these days, or especially like a lot of um, males these days, don't have a father figure effect. Gotcha. All right. And I feel like if you can kind of be around and be that male, that male, that male energy that somebody needs or somebody can rely on, I'm trying to build on top of that, that empire there. So going forward, trying to create a brand and just try to push it, just try to push it, man, and just make it not, not well-renowned, but make it to everybody respect it. I got you. No, absolutely. And this, I kind of just thought of this from obviously my experience at Champions, but also yours. And I think it's a unique setting in the fact that you can go from, you know, coaching seven-year-olds at four o'clock to going to coaching 50-year-olds at five o'clock and then back down to a, a NFL player at six o'clock. Do you feel like 
you know, working in that type of environment, that makes you more marketable. That means your coaching style can enhance in ways that probably wouldn't be able to do otherwise. Um, how do you feel about that? Oh, absolutely. I feel like that'll make you a lot more well-rounded because um, at the end of the day, you're only, you're only as good as you can connect to people. Yep. So uh, what, if you coach at a high level all the time, you won't know how to talk to a 12-year-old kid. Yep. You won't know how to talk to uh, a nine-year-old girl that never lifts weights before and that's afraid to even walk out the door, you know? So it's all about how can I put in a perspective for everybody to understand and it's just talking wow. to them regularly, building that relationship, man, building that relationship, building that trust, um, owning what you're doing, owning what you're doing so everybody can believe and everybody can uplift and everybody can kind of go out and understand the concept that you're trying to make. Gotcha. So I feel like having that well-rounded background will make you that much better yep. as a person, as a coach. He's another family man. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, dude, that's all I got for you, man. And uh, I'm going to let you go because I know you got stuff going on. But uh, to everyone out there, just I, I want to speak on Mike's behalf real quick because I know he never does it for himself. So I, I want to give him a little shout-out. I want to gas him up for a second. Mm-hmm. Um you know, everyone that's kind of come into, into contact, especially with the people that I know at Champion Sports Performance, um, the type of quality that he brings to the table, not only in terms of training conditioning, but in that relationship building, in that love building, um, and just the connections he's able to find with a lot of people, that doesn't happen by accident. Um, so, Mike, I just really appreciate you. And I know the first couple of days I walked into Champions, you were an extremely welcome, um, welcoming aspect of that place. And Obviously, our relationship has only manifested further because of that. And I just really can't wait to see what you got moving forward. Hopefully, when you big time one day, I can kind of tag along here or there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. well, man, just, you're, doing, you're doing great things, and I, I really, really appreciate you and can't wait to see what's in the store. And uh, thanks for coming on, bro. Absolutely, man. It's all love. I appreciate you. No doubt. And, uh, and with that, y'all, Coach Crew Podcast wrapping up another week. And I appreciate all my listeners out there, everybody tuning in on a weekly basis. Share this stuff with all your loved ones, all your friends, all your coworkers. Because, again, we do need to spread that love more and try to find that everywhere we go. And with that, I will leave you guys for the weekend. Have fun. Be safe. Seek a challenge or two. And we will see you back all on Monday. God bless. Coach Cool.